Hello everyone and welcome back to Benchwire Season 2, Episode 15. We got a lot of shit to talk about today. I'm welcomed by Justin. How we doing, Justin? Uh, doing excellent. What an electrifying week of football. Um, semester ran, uh, wind down for us too, so it's just watching yep. football, doing our jobs, doing what we love, covering love the it. NFL. Yes. So, Week 15 was a great week of football. Let's talk about the Cowboys' downfall, man. They lost to the Buffalo Bills in a game they had to win. It was a battle test, and they blew it. They lost to the Bills at Buffalo. They have not been really good when they're not at their own stadium. Um, what was the score? It was like 31-10. to 10. Dak didn't even have a great day. He had a pick. It just was not a good day on the offensive side of the ball. CeeDee Lamb got like a garbage time touchdown and all that. But, like, where do you think the Cowboys move from here? They're they're still pretty good in the NFC rankings. They're still first in a division. But they got some tough games coming up. I believe they played the Dolphins this week. So, do you think they'll be all right? Or will the Dallas Cowboys be the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs? Mm. Well, I can't, I can't dismiss the past. They are who they are. They don't really show up in big games all that much. Um, do I think they'll be fine throughout the regular season? Yeah, I, I still believe they're talented than the the Dolphins, and they also got the Lions after that, and then they got the let me think Commanders. So they should they could definitely win the two. I think they at least win two out of the three. I do. They may try, I think they drop the Miami game, but yeah, that was just a bad performance Sunday for sure. Dak looked off. They had a good defensive game plan for Dak for sure, made him ineffective. There, I think it bumped him out of the MVP conversation. If I'm being honest, as well, um, and, and the defense got exposed. James James Cook, he gashed him on the ground. Yeah, I had a clear day. Yeah, I didn't think guys with like a Diggy Sue, Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence would let them them get going on the ground. Particularly, I thought Josh Allen would throw it. Like Diggs, Stephon Diggs hasn't really been much of a factor offensively the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because Joe Brady, who replaced Dorsey, is taking the ball out of Josh's hands, not making him Superman make this throw, make this throw down the field to whoever. They're like they're implementing James Cook more, which is helping their offense, helping Josh Allen get more settled in. And yeah, that led to a big win. And the Bills are up and coming; they can make some noise, which is cool to see. But Dallas should be all right. But for Dallas, they need to get that second place. They need to be Philadelphia for that if they want to go far. Because them going on the road is different. Their timing's off. Dak can get into his cadence, and he can't make his enough, enough checks as he wants to. The playbook condenses, which I think hurts them on the road. So if I'm them, they got to get second place. Yeah, it's going to be tough because the Eagles, they got an easier schedule, I would say, than Cowboys. They got the Giants twice. They got – the Cardinals once, so they could easily win all three of those games, the Eagles. Cowboys, though, I believe, yeah, I think they only win two of the three because they're tougher games. They're not all at home, and they've been slacking when they're going away. So that is, you know, something to look at for the Cowboys. But, yeah, I think the Cowboys, I think they'll be fine. Um, But, yeah, you want to try and get that two seed. It's going to be hard. We will see. But Now let's talk about Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley just got fired from the Chargers, and 
they got to look for a new coach now. Now there's rumors that Jim Harbaugh might come to town, Bill Belichick. They're trying to get like a veteran established coach and maybe they can write the ship for the Chargers because they haven't been able to, you know, make a splash in the playoffs. And they have a pretty competitive roster, I would say. You got Herbert. You got a great offense built around them. Got some receivers. Got Eckler. Got a young yeah. offensive line. They just have not been able to get it together. What do you think is the right yeah. move for the Chargers? Do you think they go out and get Bill Belichick? Do you they get Harbaugh? Or do you get a young offensive-minded coach? Because that's how the new NFL trend is. They try to go and get the young offensive-minded coaches. Go against the grain. Get the get the guy that's experienced, whether that's Harbaugh's now been recently rumored. If he wants to make an NFL comeback, L.A. would be an interesting spot for him. And I think he would be a good coach. I don't believe that's going to happen. I do believe he's going to stay at Michigan and coach there. But I would go with Belichick, man. Just a veteran guy, a guy that would garner a lot of respect in the locker room with his playoff acumen. Chargers have not had many playoff success. They blew that Jacksonville game last year. They're up like 28-7, to I believe, and then lost that game. So you need a guy that's been in those situations that can close games out. And who better than the greatest coach of all time to do that for you? So I would just get the the most experienced guy, which will probably be Bill Belichick. And with them, you probably get Josh McDaniels too if he doesn't re- – hold on to Kellen Moore. If he brings Josh McDaniels in too, the offense will be effective because McDaniels is a guy that's a good coordinator, but not a good head coach. Doesn't lead the guys like a Belichick does. So I think that would be a a really intriguing match and they can make some noise in the AFC. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing if Belichick leaves the Patriots, goes to Chargers and then becomes, you know, an even better coach and gets them some Super Bowls. Who knows? We will see. Maybe he brings along Matt Patricia. You never know after what he did with the Eagles on <laughs> Monday. Um, but the Chargers, though, yeah, they got to get a veteran guy, I think, because they have the roster to win now. Usually if you want a young offensive-minded guy, it's someone that to build like a rookie quarterback. And they don't have a rookie quarterback. They got a nice little veteran now who just got paid in Justin Herbert. He's out for the year, but I expect him to make strides to be one of those top five quarterbacks next year. But you have to get them an established coach. I think that's doable. And with Bill Belichick possibly on the market and Harbaugh, I would go target one of them. Or maybe you go out and get Biennemi. I know Biennemi is not like a splashy candidate, but there's a lot of options for the Chargers. I don't know where they go, but I, I like the Biennemi. idea of getting Belichick. I wouldn't do Biennemi. He interviewed for multiple jobs and for whatever reason. He has not gotten the job. I don't know if he's like not interviewing well or whatever the case is. And I don't think you particularly uh, love what he's doing with the commanders right now. Um, he could do he could do a better job. He's bringing over a lot of Andy Reid that and just doesn't fit the um, the personnel he has with the commanders. So I I, I don't know if I would do B enemy. If mm-hmm. I give you a word to go the on offensive mind route, I'd probably look at uh, the, the OCs from either the Lions, the Dolphins, or the Niners. Just an innovative guy that could help Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. Scheme the ball. Maybe get like a Shanahan. We're going, get Allen going, get Mike Williams going, and those guys. Yeah. Um, what do we talk about now? That's the, um, what should we say? You, uh, yes. Um, you can ask me questions. We have a question. So my Yinzers, my Steelers fans, my Pittsburghers, the Yinzers, they they have skidded off. They lost to the Colts Saturday. They mm-hmm. lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Cardinals. 
my question is, Steve, some Yinzers, like my father, is upset and thinks Thomas should be let go. Do you see it that way? Is this three-game losing streak on Tomlin, or is it on something else? Do you think Tomlin should be let go after this season? I don't believe he should be let go. He's still a really great coach. I think it's the roster right now. But, like, at the same time, the Steelers and Tomlin, they might mutually part ways because it's just they've been above 500 and have not been getting over the hump. But, I don't know, that might be because of the roster. I think the roster hasn't been great. Still got a young quarterback in Kenny Pickett, and he's been hurt, and then he's been playing with a backup quarterback. It's hard to win those games with a backup quarterback. And offense, you know, with you firing the OC and Matt Canada, I don't know. The offense just has not been great. I feel like you need a whole offseason with a new coordinator, implement something there. You got the receivers. You got the weapons. I still feel like you need to build the offensive line because that's what's hurting Kenny Pickett. You got to protect your quarterback. You got to build in the trenches. They're doing that on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively, they just have not been there. I feel like they need to go the route of building in the trenches this offseason, but I don't believe it's Mike Tomlin's fault. Mm -hmm. I still think he's easily top 10 coach in this league, and they ha he had the team at what, like 7-3, 7-4 before this losing skid? Yeah. So yeah. all in all, I think Mike Tomlin's not the problem playing with Mitch Trubisky, who's not a good quarterback in the NFL. And now you're starting Rudolph for Christmas, so that's cool. I like <laughs> that. Um, but, Five, yeah, yeah, I don't believe it's Tomlin's fault. You got to go out and build your team this offseason and find ways to get better on the offensive line because that is how you win games. And they don't have a great offensive line right now. Get an OC as well. Maybe you go out and get a Frank Reich. You know, established yeah. coach that knows how to run an offense. There's going to be options there. They just have to make those moves this offseason. We'll see what happens, though. You said a lot of good points. Invest in the trenches. Uh, help Kenny Pickett develop. Makes a lot of sense. I, I don't blame Tomlin necessarily. The only thing I will blame him is you see clips of um, George Pickens and Deontay Johnson kind of giving up on plays, not showing enough effort. That could be a little knock on Tomlin to, because lack of effort is probably coaching. He can do a little bit better job galvanizing the troops there and getting them ready to play. But, no, I don't think he should get fired, right? He never had a, a record below 500. It may happen for the first time this year. So that's always, some, that's always something. You don't really get rid of good coaches there. And plus, I don't know what the coaching market is going to be like. So, how many better coaches are there out there than Tomlin? I don't think exactly. So, yeah, that's the interesting thing. If he were to get let go or they mutually part ways, he would be a hot candidate and he'll get grabbed by an NFL team, maybe goes to college. I don't know what, what Tomlin would do if he if they parted ways. Like the Chargers. That too. But, yeah, but the Steelers only had like – Three coaches in their whole existence, like Chuck Knoll, and they had uh, Bill Cower, now Tomlin. So they don't, the Roonies don't really fire uh, coaches. They don't really part ways with them much. So I think it would take a lot for them to, to get rid of Tomlin. So I think they're not going to fire him. They're, I think uh, their GM has to build the offense up better, build the trenches. Um, get Kenny with an experienced play card. They have the weapons. They, I like Nachi a lot. I like some of the receivers they have. 
Fryermuth, he's been good. Fryermuth's a good tight end. They just need a, a guy to scheme him open, and I, I think that'll help their yeah. team. And they'll solidify themselves as a force in the AFC once again, once they rectify those problems. I agree. Um, where should we transition next? I know there's a lot of topics we could talk about. Um, let's see. Week 15. What happened? Well, All the right. Lions beat up on the Broncos. Yeah, we could talk about that. Russell Wilson got yelled at by Sean Payton on the sideline. Yeah, that was that was a sight to see. So I don't know. Is this Russell Wilson fell fell off? What they do with Russell? I don't know. Hey, Russell's been playing pretty well. I want to say it's Russell's fault. It was probably just a miscue that you know. I think it was the offensive lineman, right? He went. He had a false start or something, and probably got the cadence yeah. wrong. And Sean Payton was livid on the sidelines, but it's not Russell's fault. He's having a better year than last year. The team's above 500. They're winning games. Like, they started out slow, but, you know, they're trying to get back in that playoff push. And, you know, they needed to win this game. They couldn't do it. I don't believe it's Russell Wilson's fault. I really don't. I wonder what the Broncos' schedule uh, shapes up to be. Because, like, well, I believe they're two games out of, the like, having first place in a division. Like, that's not bad at all for first year with Sean Payton in a tough division, even though the two teams – the Raiders and the Chargers have been stinky, but like it's still a tough division. They can definitely win the next three games just by looking at it. They put they got the Patriots at home on Christmas Eve at uh, eight fifteen. Then they got the Chargers mm-hmm. coming in on New Year's Eve, and then they play the Broncos in Las Vegas to close it out. So they definitely could go three and zero there for sure. And I don't know what their way in is. I don't know if they're already a wild card team. Or they need some guys to lose, but they're in a pretty good spot. They're second in the West, so yeah, they yeah. got a lot. They got they got potential to be a, a wild card team. Yeah, do you agree with what Sean Payton did, or you think it was messed up? Well, yeah, no, you you get you get on you your guys yell, right? messing, messing messing. That's a good up. coach right even there. It's, yeah, even though Russell's messing up, just because he won a Super Bowl doesn't mean you don't coach him. He knows. I know. No. Got a coach-winning coach too. He doesn't like something that exceeds. And I'm not the biggest Sean Payton fan, but he is a good coach. He does get under his guys a little bit, so I do. I do like that aspect of yeah. Him as a coach. So sometimes he might do some that. dumb things with the media, but like right there yelling at Russell, like obviously something wasn't right. You got to yell at him. He didn't do what he was supposed to do on that play. It probably messed up the cadence or whatever. But yeah. It's a coach being a coach. What do you expect? Um, right. You got to get under you guys. Yeah. Uh, what else happened week 15? Let's Baker look. Mayfield, perfect passer rating on Lambeau. Oh, Baker yeah. Dude, he's earning himself a second contract with the Bucks. I think, man. Like, right now he's got them in the playoffs. Yeah. They're first in the division. I believe right now they would play the Eagles, right? In the playoffs. Yeah. And today – yeah. Yeah. So like, right now the four seed. Whoever's number five, if it's us or Dallas, yeah. Yeah. So right now they would be playing the Eagles in the playoffs. Um, Baker Mayfield, yeah. He, I think he's growing up a little bit. Like he's learning how to make the right throws, make the right reads, how to run an NFL offense, be a game manager, not throwing picks and all that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's learning how to grow up, and you got to respect that. And I think he's earned a second contract. With the Bucks or with another team, if the Bucks want to part ways, but yeah, he's been having a hell of a season. 
got to give him credit there. I believe they're seven and seven. It's not like they're amazing, but like he's been doing all the right things. He hasn't been a headline in the news for anything stupid. So I think you got to give him some credit. Yeah, Rashad White's helped with that too. He's been a stud too. And when you have a good running back that can catch out of the backfield and can run between the tackles, that helps Baker Mayfield out. He could can run it into that uh, play action game a little bit more that can open up Godwin and Mike Evans and Kate Auden to get some big plays as well. So I do like what the OC is doing there. And Todd Bowles is a good defensive mind. The defense is playing pretty well too. So yeah, Tampa should win the South. I do I do think they yeah, I like their chances talent out of everyone out in, in that mediocre division. But yeah. I do Falcons stink. I, I don't believe in their coach, Arthur Smith. I just think he should be You can't good. lose to that game. Yeah, which, you which is a great transition. Yeah, beautiful. You can't, you can't lose. The, the 1-12 Panthers won a game. They beat the – 12 now. Beat, they beat the Falcons. They beat Arthur Smith in that game, in that rainstorm. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Work. Um, yeah. I, Steve was getting on Arthur Smith. I, I don't think he's the answer. Like you have, you drafted Bashan number eight, and you don't use him. Like he had, dude, he did like nothing that game. Point in fantasy, that's ridiculous. Like he's gonna be, a, I think he's gonna be a top ten back. He, he should play. be. He doesn't know how to utilize him. I don't know unless he like did something like in the locker room that I don't know. But yeah, you gotta know how to utilize your top what ten picks. Kyle Pitts, he's not even involved in offense. Bijan. Desmond Ritter's not the answer at quarterback. They need to find a quarterback. They have a lot of questions, I would say, heading into this offseason. I don't know where to go from here. What I would do is I would clean house, maybe keep the GM because I like what the GM's bringing in, but, like, I don't know. I think you it's, find a quarterback. it's good for next year, but that doesn't mean if he loses out, he loses his job or whatever the case is. Yeah, but, that, yeah, he's a good guy in all I think the best thing they could do get a get a coach in there and let the coach pick his own uh, quarterback, so that way they feel like a connection. The GM, the, the trifecta with the GM, the coach, and the, the quarterback, and just develop them. You got time. You got Bijan. You got a young team. You got time to grow. So I think it's just time to just retool. Yeah, um, let's talk about the quarterback, right, for the Falcons. So they're probably gonna have, I would say almost close to a top 10 pick or did they go get yeah. an established veteran? Um, Justin Fields might be on the block if the Bears don't want to keep him and they decide to get Caleb. Um, I know Kirk Cousins, he is up for a new contract, so he's a free agent. I think the Vikings keep him, but like there's an option there. Um, maybe Baker Mayfield. Maybe the Bucks don't want to keep him. Like There's going to be veterans out there to mm-hmm. sign for the Falcons, um, what do you think they do? You think they draft a quarterback, draft one of these young guys coming out of the draft, or do you think they go to veteran route and you know see if they can win some games with that guy? I don't know if it's a great um, veteran. I it depends on where they end up. I don't know if they'll have enough capital to say, "Hey, Chicago, I want to trade up for number one." Uh, I doubt that. So I don't know, but. I, I am on the route of going young, getting your young quarterback, your franchise guy of the future. And like you said, there's some veterans out there. So why not just have a little 
quarterback competition in training camp where you bring in a young guy, you bring in like a Drake May, let's say, and you have Drake May compete against a, a veteran, like a, like a Tyrod Taylor or something. You bring Tyrod Taylor in, you let mm-hmm. them compete. If Tyrod wins the job, that's good. That's all right because, you know what, Drake May's going to learn this year. He's going to learn a lot from Tyrod Taylor, an established veteran. He's going to learn a lot of pointers, and maybe he takes over some point during that season and he shows what he's got. So I would go that route because you're younger, you're not, you're not a, you're not a quarterback away per se. I think yeah. some other pieces on defense and and, uh, and to make sure that offensive line is stout as well. But yeah, I would just go young. I just think going young, but thinking about the future. I wouldn't try to bring a Kirk Cousins or something to try to win now. I just I think long term. Yeah, I don't think they're ready to win now. I feel like they still have like a few years away to like be a competitor in the NFC and actually compete for a Super Bowl because right now they're not there whatsoever. They have they're getting the young pieces on offense and on defense, but like they still are years away from actually contending each year for a Super Bowl. Honestly, I was thinking about it. I think they should just blow up the front office and coach because I want them to get a GM that hires a coach that and they're both on the same page, kind of like a Shane and Dable situation. I like that, like when a GM and coach is on the same page. But, you know, the GM currently right now, I don't know who he is. He could hire his own coach and they could be on the same page. But right. if I were the Falcons, I would start fresh because it hasn't been working with this GM. So, yeah. If you don't think it's working with this GM, then you do fire him if the owner feels like that. But to your point, the GM does lead that. So it doesn't have to be like, hey, uh, Shane, Dable, both front of Bills. Let's go to the Giants. Let's go just there. We know each other. That works all well. But then again, the GM for Atlanta is going to find a guy that fits well with them and fits well with what they do. So yeah. it's not like the GM's not going to get the guy he doesn't vibe with, per se, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. He will do that. Because why the hell would you not get someone that doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they might even keep – both the GM and coach Arthur Smith, because, like, they know what he's been dealing with. But I don't know, because they, they drafted Bijan. They don't use him. They have Kyle Pitts. They don't use him. So I don't know if the GM likes Arthur Smith. We'll find out this offseason. Like, they have John o. Smith, right? They have John o. Smith as well, yeah. and they've been using him more than Kyle Pitts this year, which is absurd. I don't know why. And then they've been using Algier and Cordell Patterson, I believe, more I don't know. Bichon. Like when he was with OC for Tennessee, when they went to, to like the AFC Championship game, he was doing a good job and all that calling plays. I thought he thought he made Tannehill look good. I just don't know if it's the inexperience that's holding his offense back. I don't know. But then it's like he's not putting in the best players out there. I feel like. exactly. So I don't. I don't. It's interesting. I really don't know what's going on. I know their quarterback stinks, too. Like, Ritter's not it. I, I've been saying that since the start of the year. Like, I don't know why they decided to keep uh, him as a starter. But I know. You give, him him, give, him, give him a shot. But I, I just didn't see it. They can afford to. Yeah. This but, season, you got you got hit a home run with a quarterback, though. I think yeah. Fire them. Draft. draft a young guy. Yeah. And try and make him the franchise guy. If you identify one that you like this year, then I would go out. Of my way trade up for him if you think he's going to be really good because they have the pieces to trade up because they're the only team in the nfc south that glaring need as a quarterback i feel like yeah like i would go out get the franchise guy because they haven't had a franchise guy since matt ryan which wasn't that long ago but 
you know, you want to get another franchise. You need to get another Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a good little Falcons talk. Um, I, dude, the Bears are like becoming one of my favorite teams. They're on the come up. Yeah. They, they, they battled with um, Joe Flacco. Leverfuse's job safe. I thought Darnell Mooney caught it in the end zone, but t- it's a tough play. Yeah, that was a crazy game. play. The Browns lost. Uh, the Browns won that game. Excuse me. Everyone, I saw the reactions to Fanski. He was relieved. It was pretty funny because they did think he caught it. But yeah, uh, do you think like the Browns are legit Super Bowl contenders with Flacco, the quarterback? I don't know. I don't know because like what teams has he beat so far? So he beat the Bears, and what was the other teams? They beat the Lions. I mean, not the Lions. Yeah. No, Rams, I'm sorry. Rams, okay. I don't know if those are two amazing wins. It's good for Flacco at this point of his career. Like, and he's up there in age. And Jacksonville. He, he if you want to double check while I'm talking about this, yeah. you go right ahead. Um, But, yeah, Flacco, I respect it. I like it. It's fun watching him out there at, like, 37, 38 years old, balling again. You know, he hasn't been playing at all this year, and the Browns signed him from the practice squad and all that. Do I think they're Super Bowl contenders? That defense, I feel like they're top-notch. They're one of the best defenses in the league. But, like, when they play these playoff teams, like the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bills, I feel like they won't get it done. Like, they're, they're not now offensively, I would say, with Joe Flacco to win those games. Like, you still need to have a better quarterback. And – I like what Stefanski's get doing. He's like changing the culture. Browns are a winning team now. You know, like I, I respect what he's doing, but I feel like Flacco, it's a fun story and all, but he's not the guy to take him to a Super Bowl. I just don't think so. Because I think all those other teams, they have better rosters, better coaches. They'll get out schemed. And I feel like they won't get the job done in the playoffs right now with how the Browns rosters looking compared to these other contenders so that's what i would say about that i'm going to say i think they could make a super bowl just because that that defense is legit um they got miles garrett they just need to get healthy They're, they don't have grant delpit right now they don't have a guy or two they're missing and i do believe you need a, a strong defense to win jim schwartz won defense won the super bowl Defensive coordinator of the Eagles, so he does know how to win the big game there, even though he did give up a lot of points to Brady, but we won't talk about that. But he did get the <laughs> job done there. But um, yeah, no, um, Flacco, I, I like Stefanski as a coach. I think he needs, like, with what he dealt with, I think he needs consideration for coach of the year just because uh, Deshaun Watson getting hurt. You lose Nick Chubb, who's a top five running back easily in the league. Mm-hmm. So and he's sitting like at eight and eight and five, nine and five right now, which is really good. So I, d- why couldn't they make a run? Flacco's been in the big game. They could. He can. If Stefanski can scheme it up, get some play action going, get forward the ball, Kareem Hunt, get it to Mari Cooper, Elijah Moore. They got some players. I, I do like the Browns a lot. I think they could make some noise. I don't think there's other than the Ravens. I don't think there's a clear cut team. But why couldn't they be KC? Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they run the table? Why couldn't they beat the Texans or a team like that? They could. I think. I think they're 
pretty legit shot. It's a long shot. I still think the Ravens are the favorites to come out. I would pick the Ravens today if we were picking, but why couldn't they? I think they're my dark horse in the AFC to come out. I like it. I just, I don't know. I just don't see it, especially because Flacco, he's good, but there's a reason why he was on the couch a few weeks ago. He's not the same quarterback as he once was, but it's a good story. I respect it. I love to see it, Um, but I don't think he has enough talent right now to go out and beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. I just don't see it. And my another question on the Bears side: Did they keep Eberflus after this? Like they're competitive, they're winning some ball games. Fields looks better. The play calling's been better. DJ Moore's been playing great. The defense has been playing well. I see TJ Edwards playing well, which kind of breaks my heart. I wish he was still on the Eagles, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Eberflus gets canned after the season, or I don't know. So this is his second year, correct? Uh yeah. It's tough because I don't believe Ryan Poles hired him as coach, correct? When the poll, the polls come in this season, yeah, then that would pro- probably be right. Because that, like, the move was, you know, trade back, get DJ Moore. Like, it was his first year as GM, and everyone's giving him praise. I believe Eberflus, it's his second year. So, I believe Poles, it's his first year as GM. Um, does Poles like Eberflus is the question. If he does, and he's likes and he sees what he's been doing so far, Eberflus, and he likes what he sees, then, yeah, I'll give him another shot. The team's still, you know, rebuilding. It's the first year with DJ Moore in the offense. They're finding ways to be competitive and be in these games. So they might give him a shot. But what if Poles is like, I don't like Justin Fields. I didn't draft him. What if I want to move off of him? And then Ryan and then uh, Eberflus doesn't agree with that. Well, then Poles is going to fire him because he's the GM and he wants control of the team because he didn't fire or he didn't hire Eberflus, so maybe he wants Caleb Williams, right? So then he'll draft Caleb Williams, he'll hire an offensive-minded coach, and then rebuild the Bears from there. And then he could get draft capital for Justin Fields and use those picks in the draft to build around Caleb Williams. Like, there's a lot of things you could do as Ryan Poles right now. But I got to say, Eberflus, as a late has been a better coach than I expected. Um, in the beginning of the year, I didn't think he would make it out of this year, but what I've been seeing from him, I think he's been solid, and I feel like he does deserve another shot. But it all depends on what Ryan Poles believes. Does he like Eberflus enough to keep him? And does he like Justin Fields enough to keep him? Do they want to draft Caleb Williams? There's a lot of questions, I would say, coming this offseason for the Bears. But I think... You give Eberflus another shot, and if I were them, I would keep Justin Fields. I would trade back. I would get an offensive lineman, build the trenches, or get another Marvin Harrison, get a receiver, right, and make that offense amazing. And there's a lot of things you could do, but I would keep Eberflus from what I've seen these past few weeks. And they're trending in the right direction as a rebuilding franchise. So that's what I think. They are trending in the right direction. I just looked it up. 
uh, Poles did hire Eberflus, so I do think there's a level of respect okay. there. So there you go. So yeah, so I, I think though it's a little bit too early. If they lose the next three, I think he will probably get fired, and they will move in the direction of getting an offensive guy. If they want to move off of the the, the big debate this whole offseason is gonna be. Whether the Bears still at one, did they trade back? Did they keep Fields? Did they trade Fields? Did they get Caleb Williams? That's gonna be the biggest question in general of the NFL this offseason. So that that remains to be seen. But I think if Rivers goes like two, two of one, it depends on how they finish, how they close out these games too. So if he closes out strong, keep him. But I don't know if they if they disagree, if they're not on the same page. Would that lead to Rivers getting fired? Maybe. Because I guess he didn't warrant enough uh, respect or did enough to like, oh, God, we got to keep being loose. So I do think Paul's going to have the say over him, too. I don't, I don't know if that leads to him getting his job letting go because he is a defensive-minded coach. And he, they might not warrant his opinion as much as a, an offensive coach. But I don't know. I, I think it just really depends on how they finish. I think it helps him that Poles hired him. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's good information to know. I didn't know that information because I'm not a diehard Bears fan. But now that I know that, I feel like he might give them another shot because they've been they've playing been good as of late. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like he deserves another shot. But if he likes an offensive-minded coach and he wants to draft Caleb Williams and he wants to trade Justin Fields – and get some draft capital for that, that all might happen. So, yeah. who knows? I'll, I'll be keeping tabs on the Bears for sure. I'm kind of becoming a fan of what they're doing right now. So, only yeah. positive things in the future. All right. We got to talk about one more thing before we end this podcast. All right. You know what that is? Uh, the Monday Night Massacre. The Monday Night Massacre. Um. So, uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. The Eagles, they lost, what, 20 to 17? So they lost Monday night in Seattle. Um, Matt Patricia was calling the defense. Nick Sirianni made that move in the middle of the week. Moved Sean Desai up in the box. And I guess now he's like a consultant or whatever with the defense. Gave the reins to Matt Patricia to call the defensive plays. First question. Do you agree what Nick Sirianni did? There you are. You're back. I don't know what happened. Uh, uh, I said. Uh, do I agree with the Nick Sirianni with, decision with Matt Patricia? Um, yes. Uh, I, it's tough. I don't. Nick Sirianni said he made it. I just what I'm curious about. How do you make that move and no one knows about it? How did yeah, Blazer report it the day before the game that oh Patricia's not calling the plays? That's a little bit weird. Was it? My question is, was it actually Sirianni or was it ownership? Was it up top? Was it Howie? Was it Jeffrey Lurie? Because when they brought him to Cy, he's a little bit inexperienced. He did coordinate with the Bears. He was with the Seahawks last year. So I thought, oh, this will be the true test. Maybe you go to Patricia after this game because Desai was with Seattle last year. He probably knows Geno. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So I thought maybe it was a week early, but – I do, I do see why because I think they gave up like ten straight possessions with touchdowns or a points on the board, so I think a, a change was bound to happen. 
but and I think that's uh, Patricia was the contingency plan for this exact case to happen as well. It's just something the Eagles always do. Dating back to when Doug was hired, they had they hired Jim Schwartz before they hired Doug Peterson, which you don't really do that. You normally get your coordinators. The coach does, right? So that that was interesting. You don't normally bring in a coordinator before. That was because contingent Doug doesn't do well. Well, Jim Schwartz has head coaching experience, but put him in to finish off the year. So that's all. That's how the Eagles operate. So he was their contingent, and they're putting him in there to try and make this run to the to the Super Bowl. But that Super Bowl run is probably not going to happen due to the lack of creativity, the innovation, the play calling on the offensive side of the ball. And defensively, too, they're getting gashed on the run. Kenneth Walker, uh, CMC, and Tony Pollard and all those guys have been gashing us on the run. We couldn't stop anything. So this is not a championship roster right now. Just a lot of things wrong. That's why in the prediction video I picked Seattle to win, just because I didn't see them really having an answer for DK. And they were doing a good job until that last drive, but still yeah. they, got, they couldn't make the plays to to get it done, and Kenneth Walker killed us too. So everything on display, uh, everything wrong. It's been – we've been getting wins, but it's been on display this whole year that they're just not good, and we've kind of turned a blind, blind eye to it that they're not the same team as last year because they're barely getting – sneaking out wins that were blowing teams out last year. They're just not the same team. So that's the 2023 Eagles for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know why they decided to make that decision, like, in the middle of the week. Hey, Matt Patricia, you're going to call the plays. Sean Desai, you're going up in the box. Like, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like how they handled that at all. Like, this was Sean Desai's revenge game, and he wasn't able to do anything about it. Um, I feel cool. like I've never seen that before. Like, a DC gets – well, I, I've seen a DC get fired in the middle of the season, but i never seen the, – the DC still on the team – but he's going to change roles. i never apparently, seen that. Apparently, he's still D.C. It's just Patricia's calling the plays, and he's up top. It's, it's that weird. doesn't he's make still sense. D, he's still the D.C. technically. I've, I've never seen that yeah. before. That's, that's something unheard of. He'll be technical about it. He still is, but he's just but Patricia's doing his own yeah. thing. <laughs> it's weird. Um, and then another question I wanted to ask. Who do you think deserves the blame? Um, is it? Nick Sirianni deserves the blame for this losing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Jalen Hurts? He has not been himself these past few weeks. Would you blame the defense, or would you blame a little bit of all three? My favorite test answer is option D, all of the above. It's all <laughs> of the above. Man, uh, Sirianni, I guess, being offensive mind, is, he's not really – you kind of see last year is a lot of Steichen that when Steichen took his Steichen was the one being innovative, the play caller, and he took that to Indy, and Indy's having a pretty good offensive display right now. So I do think they're missing that. I don't think Sirianni's quite as innovative, quite, quite as good as designing up plays as him. And you have the inexperience of Brian Johnson right now to deal with, and his play call not being 100% the best. But yeah, so I do blame him. I do blame. Like there's players saying that, um, that the they don't believe in the scheme, they don't believe in the play calling. You kind of see that from Hertz too. That he doesn't trust like what Brian Johnson's calling, and he he kind of throws. He takes chances down the field. Like he had two picks at the end. Yeah. There, like one going to Quez and the other going to AJ. 
like he, he just thinks he has to make it all up in one chunk. I think that's coaching because if you looked at, I think he had Devontae wide open there, and he had Kenny Gainwell on the yeah. where he could have yeah. got 15 yards. He could set up a, a Jake Elliott field goal to tie it. Mm-hmm. He didn't see that, so I do. That does go on hurts, but that also goes on coaching too to teach him, hey, you don't need to make the big play. You don't need to be the big hero there. And I think what happened there is what happened with Josh Allen earlier. It's like Josh Allen probably thought the same thing that uh, Hurts does. He was taking those chances. And I think once they they pound the ball with Cook, that helped Allen out too, not thinking he has to make all the plays. So I think a change in philosophy offense is good. So I do blame Brian Johnson and Sirianni there. But Hurts also has to make better decisions. And the defense, I do blame the front office a little bit. I think playing CJGJ and TJ Edwards go was hindsight 2020 was the wrong move. They should have they should have got them both back. Like give Edwards yes, them over Bradbury. Yeah, they should have they could have got one or the other back. I probably would have you could have let both of them go, honestly. I don't know. For all I care, I, you're, slay, you're talking about slaying Bradbury. Yeah, I could let yeah. both of them go. I think they're just older, so I think last year was probably their best year, and especially now with Patricia there and the timing of it, him now going to get uh, his knee scoped out is weird. It's funny. He doesn't probably doesn't want anything to. Do yeah, with right. Him. Yeah, that he's, is weird. He's gone. Slay is definitely gone next year. I can guarantee that he's not coming back. But uh. Bradbury is going to be interesting too, but because yeah, he just signed a three-year deal, so I don't know how that's. So I, don't, I don't know. The fans want him out. I don't know. Man. He allowed every catch on that of, final drive. That was lack, crazy. Yeah, the lack of linebacker. Yeah, he was talking about every play of that final drive, and the lack of linebackers is hurting. Like I was saying with the Shaq Leonard signing, like I gave it an A because what can you? It's high risk, no risk, high reward if he plays well. He's kind of cooked. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I haven't seen him make an impact. He's not yet. doing much. So, so yeah. I, I if I'm the Eagles, I want them to get a linebacker. Linebacker will be the number one get for me. Safety will be up there too. Just they need to. They need to bring younger talent there. They kind of show their age defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. We talk about the Seahawks a little bit. We got. We got to give them credit. They had a good game, right? No, they did. They did. I was a fan of how the Eagles were playing. They, they got Kenneth Walk going. They started to figure Dude, out. Yeah, he's there. a monster. They do it. He's really, really solid. Solid running back. We they couldn't tackle him in the second half. And give credit to Drew Rock. He made the right play at the end to JSN, and he caught it. So yeah, that was a good team. They're good coach. Pete Carroll's good coach. They did some good things to get their guys open, and the defense kind of straightened up at the end. So, yeah, yeah, you got to give Seattle credit. Um, And then one more thing. Where do you see the Eagles ending up in the playoffs? Like, do you see them win the first round? Do you see them as first-round exits? Do you see them losing divisional? Or do you still see them making an NFC championship? Do you still see all that as a possibility? Um, If they finish fifth, they could very well – lose to Tampa. They did beat Tampa week three, but it could with the, how they're playing now compared to yeah, what it was. Now they're two totally heard. different teams. Yeah, they could definitely drop that one. If they finish second, 
they went out, Dallas drops one, then I think they they can make it. They can definitely win the first round. They have to play Detroit. Uh, that's a tough. That's one. tough. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I would, but just give it to the Eagles. I'll, I'll just for sake of argument, they're not make. My point is, their ceiling is NFC Championship. They they won't beat San Fran in San Fran. There's okay. no way. That's my that's my ceiling for them. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. It just depends on where they finish. But they're not yeah. making it back to the pool. I don't know. Yeah, we could say they regressed this year. They haven't been great the past three weeks. They played, I would say, I would say two better teams and one team they sh- should have won, but they didn't. Uh, but now you know they have some get right games. You win out, you could easily get the two seed because yeah. I believe if Dallas is, Dallas wins out and you win out, I still believe you guys still get the two seed because of strength of schedule. I think that's how it works. Um, and they lost they lost to Arizona. If we beat Arizona, yeah, so that helps out. So I think I think if the Eagles win know, out, they probably drop another game if I had to pick. Who the Eagles? Yeah. What game do you see him dropping, Giants? Um, I think down. just the way – I'm looking primarily at the Arizona game, just Gannon being the former D.C., knowing, knowing how they play. Um, James Conner, I could just see James Conner just having a great game. They can't bring him down. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. They could definitely drop a game to the Giants too with the way they've been playing. I don't know. We'll just see. I hope so. I, I want I want to see them beat the Eagles. They never do it, so that would be fun to watch. But I don't know. Maybe this Christmas. I want to have a good Christmas, but I doubt it. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a predictions video. So we'll end this podcast. It was a great one. We talked about everything. A lot of week 15 news and all that stuff. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Drop a like. Subscribe. Do the good stuff you guys always do. And we'll catch you guys later. Benchwire. Out. Oh.